It was the design of Angelo Ricci and Joe Susanic and Manuel Silva to call on the terrible old man. This old man dwells all alone in a very ancient house on Water Street near the sea and is reputed to be both exceedingly rich and exceedingly feeble, which forms a situation very attractive to men of the profession of Messrs. Ricci, Susanic and Silva, for that profession was nothing less dignified than robbery. The inhabitants of Kingsport say and think many things about the terrible old man, which generally keep him safe from the attention of gentlemen like Mr. Ricci and his colleagues, despite the almost certain fact that he hides a fortune of indefinite magnitude somewhere about his musty and venerable abode. He is, in truth, a very strange person, believed to have been a captain of East India clipper ships in his day, so old that no one can remember when he was young, and so taciturn that few know his real name. Among the gnarled trees in the front yard of his aged and neglected place, he maintains a strange collection of large stones, oddly grouped and painted, so that they resemble the idols in some obscure eastern temple. This collection frightens away most of the small boys who love to taunt the terrible old man about his long white hair and beard, or to break the small paned windows of his dwelling with wicked missiles. But there are other things which frighten the older and more curious folk who sometimes steal up to the house to peer in through the dusty panes. These folks say that on a table in a bare room, on the ground floor, are many peculiar bottles, in each a small piece of lead, suspended pendulum-wise from a string. And they say that the terrible old man talks to these bottles, addressing them by such names as Jack, Scarface, Long Tom, Spanish Joe, Peters, and Mate Ellis, and that whenever he speaks to a bottle, the little lead pendulum within makes certain definite vibrations, as if in answer. Those who have watched the tall, lean, terrible old man in these peculiar conversations do not watch him again. But Angelo Ricci and Joe Susanic and Manuel Silva were not of Kingsport blood. They were of that new and heterogeneous alien stock which lies outside the charm circle of New England life and traditions. And they saw in the terrible old man merely a tottering, almost helpless greybeard who could not walk without the aid of his knotted cane and whose thin, weak hands shook pitifully. They were really quite sorry in a way for the lonely and popular fellow whom everybody shunned and at whom all the dogs barked singularly. But business is business, and to a robber whose soul is in his profession, there is a lure and a challenge about a very old and very feeble man who has no account at the bank and who pays for his few necessities at the village store with Spanish gold and silver minted two centuries ago. Messrs. Ritchie, Susannick, and Silver selected the night of April the 11th for their call. 
Mr. Ritchie and Mr. Silver were to interview the poor old gentleman, while Mr. Sazanik waited for them, and their presumable metallic burden, with a covered motor-car in Ship Street, by the gate of the tall rear wall of the host's grounds. Desire to avoid needless explanations, in case of unexpected police intrusions, prompted these plans for a quiet and unost...